sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That is Sean Sides. And that is Tom Sides. How you doing, big man? I'm doing well. How are you, buddy? Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. How was your trip? You went on an airplane for the first time. You went to Beantown. You left the country. Yeah. Fucking how was it? It was fucking awesome, dude. Like, I gotta be honest about flying. I was a little bit nervous almost about how I would react to it. Turns out I love flying. At least the, like, takeoff and the fact that you're in, like, basically a rocket ship. Crystal kind of sold it to me in the best way possible prior to it. She was like, if you want to like go to space and be in Starfleet, you kind of need to be able to fly on an airplane. And I was like, that's a great fucking way to sell that to me. But yeah, no, I, I didn't know what to expect. Like I, I looked out, had the window seat most of the way, all the way, nice. actually. That's nice of Crystal. And, that's yeah. fucking that. That is how you know you have a great partner. Because that sure. right there, that is a fucking he's never flown before. Let him have the window seat. Let him have the full experience. That yeah. is fucking huge points on crystal right yeah there. she made sure of that and it was just like I, I was glued to it like the first flight was four hours or something to toronto and i was just it was twelve thirty at night the flight or twelve fifty, and i was just like wired staring at the window like this is so fucking awesome oh wow look at that town she goes like shut up dude. oh wait so you sleep. were flying at nighttime yeah, we did a red eye. Oh, dude, you didn't get the full experience then. Well, coming in, like, we had an hour, two-hour delay in Toronto and then flew to Boston. So by the time we were flying to Boston, it was light. And so okay. you got to see all of that, like, stuff, which was pretty bitching. I know, but it's, there's nothing like flying over. And then you only see his clouds for, like, a little bit. When you, But then the, when the clouds clear and you get to see, like, the terrain. Yeah, from, like, cool. I had that experience like, on the way home 90,000 well, feet? We had a long-ass uh, flight home. They just the way the tickets worked out, we ended up going to LA and then back to Edmonton from there. And oh, so, nice! But I got to see both oceans, that means, which is also cool. Like, we went in Boston, um, we landed the first day after the red eye, and we were like, we don't want to fucking lose a day. So, we ended up going around downtown Boston, like, we went to Cheers that day. And, yeah, you were uh, saying. Yeah, I had, like, lunch and stuff, and then that was pretty cool. Like, it's just the outside of Cheers, like, where they film that, the scene at the beginning. That's all you get when you go inside. It's a completely different bar, obviously. But yeah, it was really cool, nonetheless. Fun to see. Um, I was just, like, bagged, tired by the end of it all. Like, we walked probably, like, I don't know, 10 kilometers all through the ins and outs of downtown Boston. Like, saw the famous market that's there and stuff like that it was pretty bitching and then yeah did you, go, did you go to harvard yeah we did we drove through it and it's like a huge when you say go to harvard i think in my head like one building it's not like that no at no, all. no. fucking vast and like the student housing too is you know, like the architecture there is, is just so fucking cool we did a lot of driving around and so we literally didn't stop it was get up every morning 7 a.m. have a couple coffees get out the door and i couldn't sleep obviously like i don't sleep in much anyways so it was perfect i don't is that true that you don't sleep in much because you're not a morning person not anymore no ever since i quit smoking i i uh, don't sleep in anymore 
It's weird. Fuck, you look I for can't, any I can't sleep to nine o'clock for the life of me. I'm up for that every single day. What's that? Sorry. I said you look for any excuse to bring that up. It's been a year. Officially <laughs> yesterday. Congra- so. Congratulations, my friend. Thanks, it's buddy. well deserved. Well earned. Yeah, it was a cool like send off with the trip having lined up very nicely with it all. So mm. it was a good time. Got to see a Red Sox game. Tell me about like, it. Fucking awesome. We were eighth row from the field. So like, okay, like whereabouts? Uh, right to the left of where they. Give, give me a baseline. Like the V's like this, you know what I mean? We were right. Do you know where first? Okay, so you first base. You were on the first base. We were by the hitting pit, hitting uh, plate. Home, home base. That's the one. Home home plate. Okay. (laughs) Home plate. There we go. I'm getting there. So you were between home plate and first base, is what you were saying. Yeah, closer to the home base, though. Definitely. It was fucking awesome. Like, I never, I didn't know what to expect walking into Fenway. Like, knowing that like i looked it up some information on it, it opened in 1912 so you're mm-hmm. going to like a super fucking historic place it was awesome like walking in it just felt so american you know what i mean like everything about it that's like america you know walking into a red sox game at fenway park that really that cool. like you being such like a history guy i yeah. figured that would be the town for you because they keep a lot of Boston is a lot like Montreal in the way. It yeah. is like so like when I compare cities, I usually go Toronto is like New York City. Vancouver is Vancouver's a bit like LA in a sense cuz they do a lot of filming and everyone's yeah. kind of snooty and whatever. I find Montreal very Boston. But also there's yeah. things about Boston that Halifax has in common as well. So if you ever come this way, I'm sure you're going to see a lot of because like, yeah, there's the by the ocean connection, right? Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. We drove the coastline. We went to Rhode Island one day to go yeah. check out there as well. Like, like I said, we were busy. It's funny, yeah. like everything's so the same in America, but so different at yeah. the same time. Like all the street signs, quarter mile, half a mile. You're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> the yeah, driving yeah. is a lot more intense, obviously, but it so, was fun. So, Uncle John, I assume, was your tour guide. Did he? Yeah. How was he as a tour guide? Very good. Yeah, him and Lori kept us. They had things they wanted to show us, but then they also wanted us to see what we wanted to see. And mine and Crystal's attitude was, we will do whatever. Like, let's do anything. We don't want to have a down day. We don't want to, like, stay at home and chill for a day. We want to be busy. You know what I mean? Mm. And so we were. Even, Mm. like... uh, yeah, it's hard. It was so such a whirlwind, so many things, right? Like, you just, you don't well, stop. That's the thing when you visit a city. Like, I remember when I went to New Orleans, like, every day was just, like, we are doing fucking something. So, like, there's, like, two different kinds of vacations, right? We, I just want to chill by a beach. Yeah, vacation style. Or tell me what to do in this city. I'm leaning into it. Like, don't even give me the touristy shit, like what's fun to, like what do the locals do like what, what are the what are what are the hot spots like fucking show yeah me that's what we is. did too crystal like uh we would say an area we were gonna go to and so crystal would look on tiktok like the 10 top top 10 things to do in this area and mm-hmm. then it gives you like a base point that's how we found this amazing breakfast restaurant we went to we all ended up going and getting eggs benny they had a bunch of different versions it was fucking expensive but it was like the experience and like we got to sit where um you could see the guy at the pass 
like approving all the meals and doing all the finishing touches on the meals. And so it was like breakfast and the show freshly mm. squeezed orange juice. Everything was like from the farm to the table. And it was mm-hmm. just, you know, moments like that. We we're like, fuck, this is cool. We went out to this uh, seafood place when we were in Boston and it's in the Harbor. And I, like, I ate nothing but seafood basically. Was it the in time. the Harbor or was it in the Habba? The Habba for sure. And yeah, I love the accents. <clears throat> Anyways, we went there and we all ended up getting something different. And then everybody shared mm-hmm. and getting to eat the fish, the shrimp, the calamari. Like it was just, holy fuck, this is so good. You know, I can't, I wouldn't eat it here now, obviously, but like, it's something you can look forward to when you go back to the other coasts. Did you get a, did you get a bowl of New England clam chowder? Fuck yes. And it was the best thing I ate there. It was Mm -hmm. another place, another day. We were in another side of the Haba and uh, it was incredible. I could have not, John got the bisque, the lobster bisque. And so we got to try that as well. Um, We went to, um, get lobster rolls at a famous place called Kelly's uh, mm-hmm. that's along the beach. And it like when we landed the first two days, the first day was like plus 26 and then it was plus 30 for two days and then plus 26 again. So we had like four days of amazing weather. Like we went and stood in the ocean and it was like warm and pretty fucking badass. Like it's so clean, clean and so clear there. I didn't expect that. I thought that there'd be like, Oh no, you can't go in it there. Cause it's dirty. It wasn't like it was pristine fucking beaches insane. and you were you were there in like prime playoff time so i'm assuming you're rocking an oilers hat any brewing yeah. a- i was actually rocking the two sides of the story a lot of the time to like get mm. our uh our name out there a little bit which was fun mm. but yeah it was it's so overwhelming like we went to salem on day two i believe it was nice i've always wanted to go how was that tell me about it that. was really cool like it's a beautiful place like everywhere there is set up like you compare it to White Ave, like what you see on White Ave, but times it by a million for the stores, the cafes, the restaurants, like, you know, little shopping centers and stuff like that. Salem was pretty cool. Like you, the historical buildings there, the brick, the way it's built and all the wooden houses, even like it was house after house after house was just fucking incredible. Any uh, horror stories like uh, from witches past and all that stuff? Or is it just come off as like, no, I got to be honest. No, some people- she, she had her own thoughts. So we killed her. Some people went to Salem and got, like, put on trial for being a witch. We went there and ate ice cream and had popcorn and walked around. So it was pretty cool. It was not as busy, like, as October is. Obviously, John and Lori went there with uh, Crystal's parents when they went down in October. And it was, like, a madhouse. And you couldn't navigate the city very well because it was so busy. And for us, it wasn't busy at all. It was a weekday. And mm-hmm. any of the stores you wanted to go in, there was no lineups or anything like that, or any of the sites going to where, like, some of the houses where the things took place. So it was easy to get in, easy to get out. We went and saw, like, a castle. It was a ca- It was someone's house, but it was open up to the public now to see. And it was a fucking castle, just some of the homes that you see there. One of the areas they took us in to drive around to look at houses, um, we stopped at this little store, and the real estate board was there, and it was like, Eight million, seven million, twenty-five million dollars. That was the price of the houses and the estates that were up for sale. And so, driving around those neighborhoods, you're just like, "Holy fuck!" The, there's a certain part of the world that lives very differently than what we do. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, hundred percent. Just seeing that it was like one after the other, though. Every house, you're just like, it was mind blowing. Like 
it changes the scenery in your in your mind forever when you see new places like that. I'm sure is the same for is true for anyone who's traveled to a place like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I couldn't even put it in the words. Like I saw like a Instagram reel the other day of like the same kind of way that you described it, like a castle kind of thing. It looked like a witch's house kind of thing. And it's yeah. just this guy that owned it. And they took you through the house. Like, man, how the one percenters live. I can't even imagine. Oh dude. It's insane. Like a $25 gonna... million dollar house for sale. And you're like, that's not even the biggest ones, you yeah. know, that's a nice house, but there's nicer ones. And it's just mind blowing to understand. And you know, a lot of them were empty too. Like we drove past a couple that had like a Christmas wreath on the door because they only go there for Christmas mm-hmm. and you're just like, Holy Christ. Like, could you imagine, can you imagine you just had a Christmas house? It'd make it so much fucking easier. You wouldn't have to like set up and take down every year. You just leave it like that. <laughs> but no, it was really neat. Um, I did. I like to try new things. And so I had mostly seafood the entire time we were there. Like we tried the local oysters, everything oh, I could. Are you an oyster guy? I'll, I'll eat one or two. I'm not yeah. opposed to eating anything. And I'm not like, oh my God, I love them. But I'll eat them. I, I fucking love oysters. There's this... Yeah. Uh, town in nova scotia like an hour outside of halifax called lunenburg i went there with hillary once and like they had an oyster bar and like they had some oysters the size of my fucking fist and you just like shoot them back it's just i don't know for me it's like a i love the pageantry of it all like it's like doing a tequila shot kind of it you like fix her up how you want and you just shoot it back and it's just like for sure yeah that's the luxury of it and it's just it's an experience that's what i I didn't know. I didn't know if we were supposed to or not. I had two, and the first one I, I like made one or two, and then the next one I didn't. I I, I I don't mind chewing them a little bit, so you get that extra flavor. The ones that I've had in Edmonton, you have to chew because they're mm. like chewy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These like there was like there was nothing in your mouth. You know what I mean? There was it was like mm. did I put something in my mouth? I don't know because it's gone. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing, right? When you go to a place like when you're on a coast, fuck, is it an experience? Yeah, just sitting like. There was a couple times when we went to the beach where it was like different beaches where there was low tide and so you could go like really fucking far out. And then there was a couple times where it was high tide and you just see like the ocean slamming on the rocks. Like I just stood there in awe of it a couple times and was like, fuck, I did it. I finally saw one. I finally got to touch it, taste it, experience Mm -hmm. it, you know, and it's, Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's traveling changes you. I've done some, a lot of traveling with you within canada it just makes you want to see more things and live more stuff. i know i what i love about that stuff is like uh and i don't mean to make fun of you it just it reminds me of like uh it reminds me of like the the guy that was thrown in jail for like the night you know prison yeah. jails like, like you had one trip like yeah. you know what i mean like you weren't you didn't actually go to prison you were just like in, for sure but like i love it i love that you have the bug now i really yeah. do and like and like this experience where like like a lot of people can be put off by flying so like turbulence wasn't an issue or i liked it it yeah. was fucking exhilarating i mean obviously sitting in a in an airplane seat is not the most comfortable for a larger man see, see like that that's why it sucks but it is what it is you that, know that that's why i don't like flying as much like it's the yeah. it it's just the onslaught of waiting okay get to the airport fucking wait get to the gate fucking wait get to the yeah. Okay, we're boarding. All right, let's get in line and wait. Okay, we boarded. Now we're waiting. All right, we've landed. All right, let's wait. 
All right, we're going through customs. Okay, let's wait. Yeah, it made me nervous, like because I didn't know the process, like on how all of it works, even the simplest things. So when it's all new to you, it's not as much of a pain in the ass. I can mm. see like an experienced traveler being like, "Fuck, this is annoying." Standing in lines, but for me, I was just like, "What's next? What's ne- what's the next part of the adventure? Is it real? Is this really going to happen? Are we going to?" Then you're on the plane, like. Incredible experience, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm really glad you did this trip, man. Like it it seems like something you needed. Like obviously it's oh, uh, so like a I life experience you almost waited four decades for. Hundred um, percent. And then something that everyone should get to experience now. It's a thing that I always take advantage of because like I I work in the industry, so like for sure. Flying isn't like out of the question. Um yeah, yeah, I'll man. be doing well, more trips. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just really happy you got to do this. Yeah, it was very fun. Like, thank a huge thank you to John and Lori, obviously, for making it happen. And yeah. it's awesome yeah. having a home that's, base. That's such a wonderful gift you can give someone. Like, yeah, honestly, for sure. Like the, just the fact that they go, like, you haven't been to Boston early. Well, like, especially you haven't. We haven't had Crystal here in a little bit. Yeah. Let's have you make the trip out. That's yeah, that's a sure. that's a beautiful gift you can give someone. Definitely awesome. So uh, one other little story within the story. Um we went to Rhode Island like I was telling you. We went to I think it was Newport, Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we're going around and we have a whole nice day. While we're out and about, I see an exotic beef jerky store. I was like, "Oh shit, that's cool. I like to try something new." So I, I took like ten minutes looking at the different kinds, and ended up settling on alligator and snake. And so, I, like, the snake was a big package of beef jerky. The alligator was like a pepperoni stick. Like, sweet, this is cool. I'll try this later on. So we, I stop for a coffee at a cafe, and we get a little snack. And I'm like, "Oh, you know what? I don't need a snack. I'm gonna eat my beef jerky stick." So I eat the pepperoni stick, and. Um, we finish up there. It's a, probably like six o'clock at night. We decide we're going to go check out this lighthouse as the sun's kind of going down. Again, one of the things from TikTok that Crystal saw, it's like a hidden path. You wouldn't know it was there because there's like private property signs, but it is open to the public. So it's kind of like a hidden gem. You know what I mean? Mm. So we go down, start going up this path and I'm like, guys, all of a sudden I, I start not feeling great. I'm like, guys, I, I need to like sit this one out, I think. So I ended up going back to the car and I was fucking ill turns out sean's allergic to alligator and my body rejected that shit like you wouldn't believe i was vomiting there was crystal came back to see if i was okay because i was not okay and i ended up going to this outhouse that was there like both arms up against the walls like like, as this demon fucking meat tried to leave my body and then i was like shaking i it felt like my insides were burning like ripping apart from the inside outside i do you think it was the meat or how it was processed because i don't know to be honest like i think it was just literally the meat because i don't know it's hard to explain but it was a definite like allergic reaction they stopped at a pharmacy and got me some gravel i ate two of those like i got it all out of my system through many different Mm. ways yeah. And I it ended up like ruining my evening. I didn't have an evening that night. I was like in the car. I passed right the hell out from the gravel and was like shaking mm. the whole way home. Because <laughs> I, I I've had Gator a bunch of times. Uh, like yeah. I'm a and I'm a big fan of it. I've never 
uh, this is the first I'm ever hearing of someone having a reaction like you do. And I'd like yeah. to, like, I don't know if it's a, I, like, I'm not a doctor, but also neither no. are you. So, like, allergy is a weird term. Maybe it was just, like. It was a unfair. reaction. It was a definite yeah. reaction. Yeah, but I, I, I do think, like, it could, like, there's a, there's, like, when you get, like, a pepperoni stick, right? Yeah. Uh, it is a different way of processing the meat than oh, you, when course. you would have, let's say, uh, like, uh, we had gator bites when I was in Louisiana. Those, like, blackened gator bites. Like, those just tasted like chicken to me. Yeah. And it was perfectly fine. No, what I'm, what I, I'm hoping that it just doesn't put you off it because if you ever get an experience to go to Louisiana, that's the delicacy there. Like that's something. Yeah, I probably won't go down the alligator road again after what happened. Like I've had food poisoning before. I've mm-hmm. had, you know, I've been my stomach issues in the past. I know, I know how I react to things. It was like a fucking violent reaction. Did I you, probably won't go down that road again. Did you <laughs> end up having the snake jerky then? Threw it in the fucking garbage. Yeah, after the way I felt, I was like, I just lost an entire evening of my life. I will yeah. not be sampling any other weird shit this time around. Next time, you you take that home and you put that in the package going to your cousin Thomas. I could have, yeah. It, it was Python. Next time, I will for sure. At the time, I was like, fuck that. After what, when you go through like something like that, you're like, no, I ain't doing that shit. But good to know. We'll do. Yeah, yeah. Because I like I'll try any meat. Like the other day, I went out for tacos the and they and, and they had know. beef tongue taco. I fucking That's tried good. that. Latenga. Yeah. It's yeah, called it Latenga or Latenga when you see it on a menu. I had an experience with that working with a bunch of Mexican guys. I got to try a bunch of different types of meat that they would prepare, yeah. and that was one of them. That's awesome. So does that sum up your uh, trip there, or? Yeah, I think that pretty much sums it up. I mean, it's hard to sum it all up because it's just a lot. But How I was like, the Red Sox game? Who'd they play? They played Minnesota. It was fucking awesome. It was I, 3-2 going into – or sorry, 2-2 going into the final inning, and they ended up having to play like the 10th inning. They got – Minnesota got two runs to make it 4-2, to two, and then mm-hmm. Boston got three runs, and they're – playing time to make it 5-4 and win. Nice. It was awesome. Like, one little thing about that. You know, I don't know a lot about baseball, obviously. I've, I've watched it. I know the general rules. and But a bunch of little kids came and sat down behind us because the people had left early. And hearing, like, five or six 10-year-old boys sit there and go, oh, yeah, he's going to sock it. Okay, yeah. And they're like, no, all the terms. And they're, like, super thick Boston accents. It was a really cute, like, thing to hear. Did you and heckle? Part of the experience. What's that? Did you heckle? A little bit, yeah. It nice. was fun. I had to. You should really get into that. There's a triple A team in Edmonton, the Edmonton Pioneers. Yeah, like that. that new one comes play, and goes every they, year. They play at the Telus Field. What I'm saying is that is a great way. It is a great and inexpensive way to spend a summer where you yeah. just go to like minor league baseball, get a beer and a hot dog at a discounted rate because you're a season ticket holder. And you just fucking heckle the other teams. I fucking love live baseball. I'll watch live baseball at any level. I love it. Yeah, it was a super fun experience. I can definitely tell. I was saying to them when we were talking about baseball, I had to think back. The last time I went to a game was the Trappers. I believe it was in grade one. So I would have been six years old the last time I had been to a baseball game. Fucking A. That's a we got tickets man. for our grade one mid-report cards. And so my parents took us all to see the Trappers. And that's nice. it. 
So, yeah. Nice, man. But yeah, no, it was fucking awesome, dude. No, nice. I'm a traveler now. I intend on traveling more. Like, I'm not, this is the beginning. I mean, I've done traveling in the past, but only within Canada, obviously. Now that I've been without, like, out of the country, I've been on an airplane. The second we landed, I was like, okay, well, let's figure out where we want to go next and go from there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though we to... like, you're always talking. I said, like, St. Louis. I'll go to fucking, if there's cheap tickets and I can go to St. Louis for really cheap for a weekend, I would fucking do that in a heartbeat. I know you're always saying Nashville. You were trying to get Paul to go with you to Nashville a year or so ago there. But, like, I get where you're coming from now when you say all these crazy things. Right? It's just the experience of it all, right? That's what it yeah. is. Um, have you started the new job yet? I do Monday. You Monday, okay. Yeah. All right. You nervous? One uh, thing I wanted to ask you about. Right, you're done. We're good, good to move on topic-wise. I'm fine. I just wanted to know Why if you're you nervous for it. Fuck. You. Seriously, uh, man. I, I, we had all our hopes and dreams in you, Tom, and then you shit the bed with fucking one day to go. I was like, what is this guy even doing? Like, what the fuck? I didn't even message you, you about it. Like, how dare you? How dare you do this to us? Like, what the fuck, man? Did you see how many fucking points he got on the last day? Not only Brutal. did he decimate me. It was a lock. Just, you had it. No, it was not a lock. It was a. We were two and a half points apart. Yeah, well, a week before, like two, three days before that, you yeah, were fucking it was, 40 points ahead of him. No, and then my, all of my guys decided, you know, like, you know what we're not going to do? We're not going to score. We're just not yeah. going to get any points whatsoever. And not only did none of my guys get fucking points that night on the last fucking, uh, the second to last brutal. night. Fucking brutal. He got 41 fucking points. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe it. I showed John because I was in Boston, obviously, and was just like, I couldn't believe it. I was in like, what the fuck is this guy doing? I just, yeah. it was shocking. I'm well, sorry. You know, you. Yeah. That sucks. Fucking, it, it is what it is, but second place. What did you is, get? You still got, what, 200 for a second? Yeah, 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 a little something like that, yeah. What does that mean? Well, I didn't pay till the end. So, like, I just got whatever was left over. Oh, gotcha. Because of the trades and shit. Yeah. So, well, like, fuck, what do you do? At least you yeah. got something in your pocket, I guess. Hey, it's better than, like, you know... Losing. Not not getting anything or being yeah. in the last place. Like this guy. <clears throat> Morgan. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I, wasn't, I was too focused on where you were and where you landed. I didn't even look to see what the fuck place I finished in. I finished in fifth. Yeah. Middle of the pack. That's not bad. Do you know what first place got? Obviously, they didn't say what yeah, the prize uh, the whole season, but I, it, I was just curious. Yeah, it was... Um, it was like 900 bucks. Is that it? That's all right. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Cool. Plus, because it went up because of all the fees and stuff, so third place got their money back, and I got, like, double my money back and then some change. And right. And then... And then he got the rest. Crazy. Yeah. It's just how a fucking thing changes like that, right? Yeah, so. that's sports in a nutshell. It can go your way. It can fucking not go your way. Mm-hmm. So it's just the way she goes. It was just like, 
I had a climb. Like I went from like it was at fourth place at one point to end second. Not fucking bad. So, yeah, no, pretty damn good. It was a great turnaround from the previous year. That's for sure. Yeah, second to last place last year to second place good this job, year. Sir. It's a full fucking turnaround, if you ask me. But hey, it is what it is, and I'm all set for next year, and I'm happy with the team I picked. And like, let me say, like my trades were at a fucking minimum. That guy spent yeah. like two hundred and five dollars on trades. Yeah, no, so, for sure. So, like, you know, I won. I won basically with my team. Yeah, no, I get that. So, I'm happy with that. Good job, sir. <laughs> so, that means I drafted well. Yeah. And, like, true. any guy that has fucking McDavid on his team, fuck. It's a huge advantage for sure. Yeah. And, like, like let's get into, like, the NHL playoffs here. Like, how are you holding up? Uh, I'm a little worried. Um, honestly, <clears throat> the Oilers have been playing great, but they can't keep leaving it to overtime. The Oilers have to, if we're going to be the offensive powerhouse that we are, we have to not let them have any say in the game. Unfortunately, LA is really playing a smart game against the Oilers and they're hanging in there. They're keeping it a very tight series, obviously. like I think they've been in the lead for seven minutes or something total. And the mm-hmm. entire, like, three games that we've played, which is insane. The Oilers have been able to, like, take the lead, hold the lead, and then give it up or, you know, they force overtime. Good on L.A. for having the fortitude to be able to do that to the Oilers, right? It's mm-hmm. it's a good game. It's very tight games. So anybody's um, could go either way. Yeah. Um but it, it's been hard to watch Oilers games here because, like, they start like at eleven o'clock and eleven thirty. Yeah, on I get nights. that. <laughs> I'm going to watch it tonight. It starts at ten o'clock, so I'll be able to get nice. some. It's just it's unfair for like the East Coast people. Like, that's one thing I really miss about living in Edmonton is like you can watch all the hockey games. They start yeah. at a reasonable time. You can go yeah. to a bar at happy hour, watch the Canadians play, and then you can go to the fucking. And then you can once happy hour is done, you can watch the Oilers play. And yeah, then, the East sucks for that, like, getting the 10 o'clock Oilers start there for game one. It was a late night, and then it goes to overtime, and you fucking lose, and it's, like, almost 2 in the morning, and you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? But, yeah, yeah that's hockey. Fun. It's fucking brutal. But I, I fucking love this time of year, and they get the playoffs going on. Um, fucking Leafs are surprising me. I thought they were going to shit the bet. After that first 7-3 win, a lo- uh, sorry, lost to the Bulls, yeah. I was just like, all right, here's the Leafs. Here I fucking go. here's yeah. the Leafs I know and love, and then seven two win, and then a four three win in overtime. Honestly, though, the this is this is the Leafs. They'll get a little bit of a lead, and then they'll go crash and burn. I don't yeah. think they're going to make it out around one. Oh, neither do I. I have a uh, hundred dollar bet with a coworker that Leafs don't get past the first round. And That's a solid bet. You can't lose that bet. Yeah. Well, I can. You can. Yeah. But it's a good bet. Yeah, it's a history dictates, and that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to them just getting fucking their teeth knocked in by the fucking Tampa. It's a fun series to watch because Tampa Bay is a fucking tough team, and then they get those guys that can get under your skin, like Patty Maroon and Corey Perry. Yeah, for sure. Fucking a. No, that's Um, good. The Canes and Islanders series. That's one. Uh, it's been surprising me, but I was rooting for the Canes on this one because I'm, I like their team. I like who they are. I just I I think that that's a team that could 
I don't know if they can go all the way, but they're going to fucking do well in the East. Yeah. What is the series at? 2-1 for the Canes right now with the the playing this afternoon. Right. Yeah, and, it's been an interesting playoff so far. I haven't. We usually, in previous seasons of our show, we've done our playoff picks, but just the way our timeline ran, we didn't the, end up getting an opportunity to do that before things started out. They're playing right now, and it's three nothing for the Hurricanes. Oh wow! Okay, they're doing all right. Yeah. So, like, that's like that's my big bet. Like, the Islanders seem to be like a great team on paper that just can't finish. Yeah. Um, a series I was hoping that would be better was the New York New Jersey uh, series. Um, yeah, Jersey's getting spanked a little bit, eh? Well, they won yesterday, which is huge. But the oh, first two, yeah, the yeah, they pulled off a win yesterday. But I'm, I was expecting at least a little bit more of, um, at least when they had their home ice, like a bit of a fight. It was interesting bit. watching like the first couple days because all the underdogs were seeming to pull it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that's a that's a series I'm interested in. Um, I'm sleeping on the Colorado Kraken series. Um, I don't care for much for that matchup. Yeah. Um, but I guess like we'll wait and see on that one. Uh, and then yeah, but like the like I'm gonna watch the Leaf series until like hopefully they shit the bed. But now they have the lead two one. Colorado leads their series two one. Rangers lead their series two one. Like we got we got some good hockey on us. Like that's what we got going on right now, which is what I yeah. like. Anything can happen for sure, and that's what's yeah. like very interesting about this playoffs too. Is it is yeah. like that yeah. anybody can fucking take any game. It's mm-hmm. been pretty contentious, so makes for good hockey. Yeah, and then we get the Bruins Panthers series. Now the, the the Panthers won one, but I have complete faith in the Bruins on this one. I don't think that they're. I don't think they're going to let up. I think it's if anything goes to Game Five and we call it a day. Um, then we got uh, Stars and Wild. Um, I like this matchup. I thought. I thought that this was going to be the best series of the first round, in my opinion. Yeah. And I think that's going to go to Game Seven. I'd like to see. I'd like to see Minnesota take it out in the end, but I do think it's going to go to seven. And yeah. then, obviously, the Oilers play the Kings again tonight. I don't know with uh, Minnesota. I think Minnesota will take that series. Yeah. Didn't I'm I say that? I don't Didn't know what I... you said. You were rambling on really quickly. I yeah, like, I said. I better interject before he gets onto that. No, I said I want Minnesota to take it. I think it goes to seven yeah. games, though. Um, and then, yeah, I like the Oilers and the Kings series. I want the Oilers to win tonight. They need to win tonight. Um, yeah, it's do or die. Well, it's not do or die. It's do it's or... It's pretty close to do or die. Yeah. And, like, you know, you and I are both, like, Oilers fans. Yeah. It would they can't be nice. let the referees be a part of the game. They just have to win. They have to score. They yeah. have to produce. Yeah. That's the end it, of it. Well, when you take out the uh, refereeing, right, that's what it comes down to. So... Yeah. Put the puck on net. Put the puck in the net. Call it a day. That's all you can do. Yeah. Any other matchups that you're excited about aside from the Oilers and the Kings? Nope. Not really. What it's about the only Winnipeg? I care about, to be honest. Winnipeg versus Vegas doesn't do anything for you. Just fodder. As no, long man. as the others can pull it out to the next round, then I'm curious to see who will play. But 
if uh, that doesn't happen, then the playoffs are over, basically. Mm. Same as every year. I, it's right. like we talked about a couple podcasts ago. I don't. I only go for one team. So when they're done, that's. I don't yeah, think but, they're going to be done. I think they can pull it out still. I'm a little scared, obviously. Not going to lie. You, you don't watch other fire. games waiting for the Oilers game to start. What's that? Sorry. You don't watch do. other games waiting yeah, for the I Oilers do. game to start. Hundred percent, I do. Right. And I've been watching the scores too. I'd like to see Toronto lose. Obviously, you know that's a given. Every... Sorry, Paul. Yeah, sorry about that. But it is what it is. They need to lose, and I'm sure that they won't let us down. Uh, I'm curious to see if Boston will pull it off. You know, they continue to be the best. Everyone's loving Boston this year for the Cup. So I'm curious to see if they can make it out of the first round with success. Obviously, Mm -hmm. they're doing great so far. And then, yeah, no, that's about it. Nice, man. Well, yeah, no, I've... I just want a good playoff series, and like what I I just love these matchups this year. I think it's it's an exciting time for playoffs, so it's it'll be good. Yeah. No, lots um, of good hockey to be had, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. So yeah, go Oilers, go. Um, yeah. I uh, I had an interesting weekend uh, while you were away. I got to see Kevin Hart do stand up comedy live in Halifax. Yeah, you Fun. mentioned that. How was it? Fuck what a time. He did yeah. a tight he had a tight hour and you know what he performed. What I what I was kind of hoping for what he would do cuz like when you're in a town like Halifax where you're not like we're not I don't, how do I put this? We're not like the main audience, right? So like you don't need to be the tight hour for us, but I guess that's the perfectionist in him. I like it when like when Tom Segura came here or John Mulaney came here. Like, you could tell they went a little bit longer because you can tell that they were trying shit. And yeah. I like that. I like that because you were go like, well, like, you know, I have a Halifax audience. Like, maybe I can have some fun with them today. Like, like they're when you see the exact same thing, like, I get what you're saying. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like when a musician it's... tries a little something different on stage just to like because they're a musician and they love to play. Right. Personalizes the show a little bit. So that was like For my sure. one little. One little thing, but I got to tell you, he was fucking funny. I've never seen Hillary laugh like that ever. She had a fucking ball. Uh, we had a nice dinner beforehand, and it was just all in all a great time. Awesome. Yeah, it was one of those, like, uh, lock up your phone gigs kind of thing. But, yeah, it was a good time. That'd be sweet. He'd be a fun one to see for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, if you ever get a chance to, like, uh, How check him out. How big was the space? How many people would you say were there for that? Well, he played uh, the Scotia Bank Center where the Mooseheads play, and it was pretty fucking jam packed. Yeah, how many does that hold? Uh, over, well, in the stands alone, it's like over, tw- just under twenty two thousand, I think. Oh wow, that's a lot bigger than I expected. Yeah, and then that's fucking more than Rogers. And then you place. take you take out the ice, and you had all the floor seating, but then you have to take out the back end of the for the stage area. That's a bigger arena than Rogers Place. Hold on. I just want to make sure. We only do 18.5 at Rogers for uh, hockey games. Really? Hold on one. Let me just. 22,000 is a lot of fucking people for uh, hockey. Hold on. Let me just make sure that I'm accurate here. Uh, Scotiabank. Took me a second when you said 22,000. I was like, holy fuck, that's huge. Center. 
see. Oh, yeah, no, I, I fucking lied to you a lot, Sean. I lied to you a lot. It's 11,093. That sounds a little more appropriate. Yeah. I don't <laughs> I know where. I was like, Jesus Christ, that's fucking a bigger arena than we have. Holy fuck. I, I, I don't know where I got 22,000 from. Maybe it's just from a lifetime of being a Montreal Canadiens fan. <laughs> but uh, no, so 11. Yeah, Rogers is 18.5 as a hockey venue and 20,700 as a, a concert venue. So no. Okay, fair yeah. enough. So yeah, probably like 10,000 people then you think were there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. As we, okay, it just says it only seats 11,093. But yeah, uh, no, it looked like a packed house. Nice. That's all good. the floor seats were taken. All the except for like like one seat here or there that wasn't accounted for because of like people buying odd number seats or whatever. Yeah, but it was all in all a great time, great show. Awesome. Brought three comics with them, and like it went till about eleven o'clock at night. It was fucking perfect. Everybody does like an hour set kind of thing, or no, uh, no, everyone did like. 20 minutes, 30 That's minutes. Nice. <clears throat> Anybody you knew? No, no one I knew, which was great because yeah, that's nice. then you get to learn more. For like, sure. I'm sure like, like I don't watch BET or listen to like XM radio. And that's where like a lot of these guys came from. Right. Um, or like have accolades with is what probably a better way to say that. So like, because I don't watch the, or watch or listen to that, I had no idea who they are, but that was like, but now I they're introduced to me, so now I can know how to look them up and all that fun stuff. So yeah, like that's Joey nice Wells, Spanky, something. I can't remember. And there was a third guy I can't remember, but they called themselves like the Plastic Cup Crew or something like that. All of them reading uh, the red, drinking out of the red Solo cups and stuff. Nice, yeah. that's awesome, dude. Yeah, so it was a good time. Sweet. Um. Yeah. So uh, yeah, anything else going on we should talk about here? Well, I I don't know if we can, but I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah, I caught up. Yeah, so we got Picard finale, series finale, TNG season eight finale. Yeah. Fuck, how did that make you feel? Go. It was pretty good. Um, I wasn't disappointed. I wasn't, like, overly exhilarated. It was awesome seeing the Enterprise D again. They did so many like fan service moments that it was almost too many fan service moments at times. Like, when did they you notice in. they named a ship after the second Doctor, the Pulaski? Or yeah, Pulaski, your favorite. I yeah, there's, there's like Pulaski. We don't know the story there if it was yeah, but anyways, yeah, no, it was it was good when they like get on the the bridge of the Enterprise D and they're all like taking a moment to like. Like, guys, you got shit to do. What are you doing standing around here? No, it man. Was just uh, a fan service to us. No, no, no. And I, I liked it. Uh, I'm not saying No, I no, no. But... Imagine this. Like, imagine going home for the first time in 35 years. Yeah, I get it. it That's was what it bit. was, man. Yeah, it was a it, bit uh, much, though. It's no, like you I, I, to do. it was like, just fun. right, man. When you, yeah. when you go home, after 35 years, you can't help but no, that is the right scene. I, I disagree with you. I know what it is, yeah. fan service, but that's the right reaction. There, you 
I know that there's shit going on and all this stuff, but when you go home for the first time in 35 years, it's human nature to be like, oh, fuck. I haven't even seen this in so long, and I feel yeah. at home. It's I like, enjoyed it. Like, I'm not shitting on it. I was just simply saying it was like it, it was like, like, look at it this way. The first time when you and I saw uh, Episode 7, Force Awakens, and Chewie and Han Solo are under attack, taking over the fucking Millennium Falcon. First thing that they say is, we're home. There's, yeah. It's that thing of just, when you yeah. get to go home for the first time in however long, it, it, it's the right scene, uh, yeah. in my opinion. And it I gave me a lot of that. Like, I like the way that it ended with that final scene. Because we, we actually talked about this, that it would be nice to see them finish on a card game like that, right? And it well, was... did you Did you stick around for after yeah yeah okay good uh With but yeah you're talking i'm guessing yeah yeah i was worried yeah. you didn't see that part because no, no, i didn't not. i didn't on the first watch oh geez yeah i know i stuck around for that it was good like i didn't uh i have zero complaints i don't know what i wanted from it and i don't know if i got what i wanted from it all and i like some of the storylines a, a little bit like well, here's I what know. i liked here's what i liked I like that you brought two of the biggest threats to Starfleet ever and made them your bad guys. Yeah. When the Borg somehow joined forces with the Changelings, that was awesome. And then you figure out the whole plan and all of this that's going on. And then you realize, like, like to me, to me, I thought it was brilliant writing where to go, like, no, Picard didn't actually have this disease. In fact, it was this. And yeah. that just means like the game, the Borg were playing the fucking long game. I like good on the front. The, the ins, like the um, idea of the technology and the evolution of it all. I did like mm. that concept. It was pretty interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. Overall, oh. I'm super happy we got this. You know, and now, I'll have to go back and rewatch it a few times too. I'm sure to. And then w- w- another thing I absolutely loved the opening scene on the finale. You hear from President Chekhov. Yeah. Do you remember what his first name was? Anton. Do you know why his name was Anton? Anton Yelchin. Fucking beautiful. And then to get the original uh, Pavel Chekhov, the actor whose name eludes me. Do you know it? Yeah. Uh, I do, yeah. It's drawing a blank as well. Okay. But to get him to do the voice acting for that and just... They did... Fan service service after fan service. It was yeah, and then to what the Admiral Shelby seeing her again, like things things you didn't have to do, you didn't have to do, and you knocked it out of the park again and again. I I was was nice that they let us know that Tupac or Tuvok was okay. Yeah, he would carry on. That was nice too. Like, oh, thank God he's not fucking dead. A little bit bummed that we didn't get Admiral Admiral Janeway. Yeah, there's. Do you think like this was the prelude for a new show? It has to be. There is like, no point of that additional. Is yeah, there's a, no point of doing that kind of scene without giving us something. Did it bother you that they didn't give you give us Seven's catchline? No, it didn't because that's what makes me think we're getting another show. Yeah, and and that's what I think the name of the show would be. Could be, I would like to. I don't know. Like it was a lot. Like I like the end of it all. 
is this the end of it all for all of these characters? I'm so happy. Like we both were sure Picard was going to be dead after this season. Mm -hmm. Like they were going to kill him off and they didn't, they left it all like open. Anything can happen still. They're all okay. You know what I mean? And they're just living out their twilight days. Like, having that fun like when picard holds up the pack the pack of cards you're just like fuck yeah this is awesome yeah. it was a little bit like butter it was buttery butter's great but sometimes there's a little too much butter and i don't think it necessarily was too much butter it just i don't know I, like i said i'll need time to process and rewatch. this is huge it's having crazy. watched it twice now yeah i watched the last two episodes twice now yeah, and it just what it did. It just brought me joy. It brought yeah. me so much fucking joy, and the the and this whole series did that. Yeah, because you gave us things I didn't even know I wanted, and you gave it to me. And you're just like, it's too bad hey. Shaw got killed. We all liked him in the end. You know what I mean? It's well that, but that's what makes us like him in the end. Yeah. That's what right? they were trying for definitely. That's yeah. the redemption scene, and he knows he's an asshole. Yeah, which is fine. You know what do you what do you do, right? Know who you are, I guess. Pretty much. But uh, I fucking love this. I love I love this whole series. I think it's worth watching again because I feel like, yeah, you might know the the mysteries of like what what's going on with Jack Crusher, but I think there's a lot of subtleties to it that if you blink, you miss it. Yeah, really no, like. and I get that. It's. When you can rewatch things more than once, it's very nice. That's for sure. <laughs> I just saw the thing you just sent me. The, all the, uh... <laughs> it related very well to what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. No. It, I had so much of the series. I love watching Data. I love the callback. There once was a man from Venus. Um, yeah. There was a lot of like funny data moments where it felt exactly like first contact where Mm -hmm. he's like getting used to his emotion chip and you're like you know Mm -hmm. giving us those little quirks from him which is fun and then that actress that came back to play the borg uh the voice of the borg queen again it was interesting like the look of the borg queen and all that was yeah well because she was rebuilding herself whilst cannibalizing Yeah, it was definitely interesting yeah, I was all of that was just great. Um I just like the combination. I like the how they solve the problem and like Admiral Crusher's back in Starfleet as the head medical whatever the fuck. Um And then I also like how it wasn't overly crowded with people. Like you didn't have to you like we talked about how we would like to see Janeway. We didn't see Janeway. We know that she's around. And that was that was enough. Yeah. Right? No, because I mean, you, you can overdo it, right? It's the same with Wesley. They didn't need to bring Wesley back to have that, like, you're my brother scene. You know, yeah. it would have been cool in ways, but you don't need that. And maybe it'll mm-hmm. come. Like, I just. I think I that it's going to come in this new series. I, I need to like, know where we're headed. Like, what what is going to happen? Wouldn't it be awesome if we get a new show and, like, a couple seasons in, you have, like, a Wesley-Jack fucking interaction? Yeah. Like, I think you're going to have a similar episode of, that, like, the first time we got that guy that put his... 
uh, how do we put it? He, he was fusing himself into the engines, and that's where they got into the light speed, and then they were in like the Delta Quadrant all of a sudden. Sorry, what are we talking about? It was the first time. It was an early episode of TNG. And it's the guy that... Barkley. I can't... No, not Barkley. It was the guy that takes Wesley to that other pantheon of life. I can't remember. Okay, okay, whatever. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I I think that we'll see something similar with that with... The Traveler. Yeah, Traveler. Thank you. I think we'll see something similar with that. And then you have that girl that was like Data's daughter or Asun's daughter kind of show up because that's what she's doing now. She's a traveler yeah. with, with Wesley. So, Yeah, it's, that's very interesting, and I'm curious to see where. And then that opens the door to cameos. Like, that opens the door for everybody. Yeah, like you can go to this historical space station and see the ships and then. Do a and then to, episode and all that kind of shit too. What do you think happened to the Enterprise D? Because my favorite line, E. Oh, sorry, E. Yeah. Was that wasn't my fault. Yeah. Uh, hard to say, <laughs> but it seemed like a blunder for sure. Oh, uh, Worf going. That wasn't my fault. I I just now I now I want to know. Like I hope they talk about it on Lower Decks. I hope. The like something like that where you find out what happened that, that to me just brought me so much joy for sure and and Worf killed it the whole series yeah and I, I will make it a threesome like just yeah, I, and, go ahead it was all no, good yeah I just he, he made me laugh um one thing I will say about this series that kind of bummed me out no one said no to him yeah. That's the classic thing. It's just Worf having a way out there idea or a way too violent idea. And that's just proof of growth, I guess. Because much, I guess, yeah. cause every lower decks. Yeah, because just every every single time Worf had an idea of just nah bro. Why? Uh, I don't it's just really like setting the phasers. Yeah. <laughs> No, it was fucking awesome. There's little things that I wish we had gotten still, but there's so many opportunities for them to give that to us still. I'm very curious to know if there is another show in development or if that was just like the send-off to give us wonder so that we always can dream of what's to come. You can't... Uh, if they if if there isn't a show to spin off that, you, you're, you're dropping the ball huge because... Yeah. We want... We, Everyone wants that. Yeah, because if there's like a new episodic show of the star, like the new generation of the Star Trek and uh, Starship Enterprise with Jack Crusher, or you want to call him Jack Picard now, I don't know. I would take him based on that. I wouldn't mind taking that guy's fucking last name. But anyway, yeah. the point, the point being, like, like with Q at the helm as like a fucking no. This is humanity round two. Uh the trial of humanity round two or all of this. I'm intrigued by it. I, I really am. I'm like you. And, and then like, there's only more species on this version of the enterprise. Did part of you think they were going to rename the ship, the starship Picard? Yeah. hundred percent. When I saw enterprise, I was like, Oh, 
that's kind of weird. Like, why it didn't makes they it makes it? like it makes sense, but also like like I like that it's renamed the Enterprise. I guess they had retired the name Enterprise after the Enterprise E F because there was an F. That's why it was G. We saw F in the episode. Oh. Which one was F? It, they showed like the ship coming out of the dock or out of the bay there, and it was like a fancy. Okay. You have to go back and watch. I don't remember if it was in the last or the second last episode, but they. Because showed... I know they showed Voyager. They showed the original Enterprise. They showed. They didn't show it at the shipyard. It was like flying out of the space dock. Oh okay. But anyways, yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Good for them. Honestly, it's. I I really love this series, and I I I don't see a lot of flaws in this, and I don't think they did too much, and like I got me talking about it without like with two like my other Star Trek buddies because going like like the the thing about this series is like not only do you need to know about the Borg, which you kind of need a bit of Voyager, you need a, a bit of TNG for, you yeah. need to, a bit of the movies for, but then you need the the DS9 for the changelings, and then like yeah. that kind of helps you like. It was a service from like all of that era of Star Trek, TNG, yeah. Voyager, Deep Space Nine, even mm-hmm. Enterprise got a few shout outs throughout mm-hmm. the, like throughout the course of it all. But mm-hmm. it was interesting. What I what I like too is the um, how it came full circle. So I, I'm not sure if you know this, but I sent you a video a little a little bit ago about how Picard, uh, how Patrick Stewart's decision to not have the ship, the uniform, or the crew when doing... That was his original demand. Like, if we're going to do Picard, I don't want the Enterprise. I don't want to be in a uniform. I just... Yeah. I, I just want it to be about what I'm doing now. And yeah, you yeah, yeah. like you had glimpses of the crew. Like, Data showed up um, as, like, a memory. And then you had, you know, Jonathan Frakes and... Uh, Mia Sirtis, Maria, Maria Sirtis show up, Marina Sirtis show up as uh, Troy and Riker. Yeah. So, like, like that kind of thing. And to have it come full circle to, like, you know this is what we have to do. Because yeah. I don't think season one and two of Picard compare to what we got here. No, of course not. It was, but honestly, there was some really good moments in those seasons, too. It was oh, kind yeah. of funny. I saw like somebody saying like, did we completely forget about the Borg from season two? Because you have Girardi like Mm -hmm. being another type of Borg. And then this was like the other type of Borg that hadn't been heard from in 20 years or whatever. It was interesting. And like the way that she was cannibalizing the other Borg and the ship to stay alive. And it was all very interesting. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think that they forgot about the other Borg, but like, like I think that you can guarantee that they were different. Like, yeah. Different, oh, yeah. Like, it wasn't the same different collection. species. Yeah. It was just an odd, like, you know, we get the Borg in this way, and then we get the Borg in this way, and it was a little choppy at times. Yeah, I, I think a, I think a lot of people were big complaint was just like there's a lot of Borg. No, but I, I feel like I think it was the biggest I, enemy of the Federation, right? Yeah, so, that's the way you got to go, right? Yeah. And if you're gonna have that, and then you have them team up with the changelings, who is arguably the second or maybe first? Yeah, and people but, also were bitching about Q's involvement 
And I'm like, did you watch Next Generation? Like, it started and finished with Q. So if you ever thought Q wouldn't be a big part of this series, then what the fuck were you thinking? Of yeah. course, he was going to be a big part of the three seasons, right? There is even, like, whispers of a season four. You know yeah. what I mean? I heard that, too, that maybe it doesn't have to be over here, but I'm okay with it being over here if they do another series. Yeah. I mean, I like to have the spinoff series with Jack Crusher with Seven of Nine at the helm. Raffi is the... Uh, first officer, as the yeah. first officer, like I like that, and then like I, Jordy's kids, fuck, obviously Jordy's kid, yeah, Jordy's daughter's the helmswoman, and then and then like you have like the, Baj- the Asian Bajoran guy, like I loved everything we got out of this, so I'm I don't know, I'm fucking drinking the Kool Aid here. I fucking loved every second. Yeah, I just like I said, hopefully we get to find out what's next. Uh, they announced a Section Thirty One movie. Yeah, so that Section 31 show is no longer a show. It's going to be a movie on Paramount Plus, which yeah. I'm fucking here for. Yeah, I'm 100% here interesting. for. Like, I wonder if that's because of Michelle Yeoh's recent successes. If it's like, I only have time to do a movie, or if they just always wanted to do a movie instead of a show. It could it could be a series of things. Like I could be her. I think her success has something to do with it. I don't think you can ignore that. But it also could be the storytelling style. So like I'm not sure if you know this, but like Armor Wars for Marvel was supposed to be a series, and now it's being turned into a movie. And it just worked out the way it worked out for uh, the writing style. Yeah, sometimes things just fit better done a certain way, which mm-hmm. is normal you know what i mean but i'm just yeah. it's interesting yeah and i can't wait to see her reprise her role as emperor Giorgio. yeah uh, she's a badass and i can't remember what time frame is she in now we don't know they sent her back to a time period where the mirror universe and our universe were closer together because where she was with them it was not right so she walked through that gateway to go back to where she was going to be more in line and able to live her days out. So we don't know what the fuck timeline that was. Okay. So again, like that's another thing. Like I think Worf was working for section 31 at the beginning of season three. Was he not? Yeah. So that opens the door to. Interactions of all kinds. Yeah. Which fucking sign me up. I'm here for it. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, you have an opportunity to do a, a really amazing universe right now with a lot of the shows, like tie-ins abounding are possible in every show. And it's just where they're going to steer the ship now. I'm very curious to see. Like Picard was the big one of like, okay, now now what? For this time period, what's next? We've mm-hmm. gotten, you know, Lower Decks is earlier than this. Strange New Worlds is prior to, the you know, Kirk's Enterprise discovery is now fucking 900 years in the future i'm just where is this timeline gonna be sorted out or is that it like they they had too many things set up it would be like what the fuck like if we get 10 years from now and there's never been another series developed like what the fuck what were you doing well right now like i think this is probably one of the most successful eras of star trek right now like i think it just shows that we as fans are showing up and like I know that, like, Star Trek isn't, like, the biggest fan base or it's the most secretive fan base or whatever you want to call us. But, like, I don't know. We're here. We're watching. And I'm fucking loving every second of it. Yeah. And and 
and I know that this is the final series, series uh, final season for Discovery. Um, yeah, we're wrapping up I'm a kinda, lot of shows. I'm kind of ready for that, Dan, because that one's a little bit all over the place for me. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit uh, extremely it, pushing a certain agendas, and that can get a little bit fucking tiresome after a while. I found the third season to be very Star Wars Episode One-ish, where there's like a lot of political fucking talking. Yeah. Like, all right, like, Jesus Christ, how about we just assign someone a mission and then we go and do that that day? Season but, four was a lot, like, rough, too. You know, like, Michael was crying every fucking episode. Well, that's season three. Five. Season four. Season, season five is the next one. I thought season four. You're behind the season, pal. When you said season, season three was political, I was like, yeah, I guess at times, but... Um, season four was like the most recent one. Pretty oh, rough yeah. at times. Well, fuck my ass and call me Sally. All right. My bad. It's okay. We all have these hiccups sometimes. Anyway, I'm just yeah. I'm ready. We'll see I'm... where it goes. Like I'm, I'm on board for any Star Trek at all. I'll watch fucking mm-hmm. any Star Trek you make it i'll watch it not every star trek is going to be exactly for me sometimes it's going to be for a little bit for other people other groups of people maybe but mm-hmm. that's okay well that's what star trek is we're exactly. for everyone and then um a trailer was released for season two of strange new world so you had a chance to look at that no i did not worth Good. your time I think. well yeah obviously it's like, yeah, um, no shock there. I, I wasn't mean, worried. Um, of course. Sometimes you I know, watch the trailer, sometimes I don't, because I don't want spoilers. Mm-hmm. So it's not, I'm okay with waiting. It's coming yeah. up very soon in June, I believe, right? Or yeah. May? May or June? June. June, yeah. That's hot. Yeah, so we don't have to wait very long for more Star Trek, and then I like. I hope this show kind of runs the gambit. I hope they kind of give it more than 10 episodes. I get like like less is more a little bit, but more is I miss more. more is more. I really want like like I get like why Picard's 10 uh, 10 episodes and I get why Discovery's 10 episodes. It's a lot yeah. easier to tell a linear story, but when you're episodic, like let's have some fucking fun. Fucking rights. Even 16. Give us 16. Yeah. That's a that's a fun number. Yeah. Like we don't have to go up to twenty four. I know that's a lot of time. Yeah, but we like, get that. Sixteen's a good round number. Like, nice. What the first season of TNG? How many was? It wasn't very long. I was like twelve. Uh, I don't know. I think that that was twenty one. I maybe I you're think, right. I think maybe that I'm wrong. Ended... I don't know. Either way, it doesn't matter. Um, I just like it all. And I'd like to have more. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can't go wrong with more Star Trek. That's for sure. No, you're absolutely right. There was 26 episodes. There was something else I thought... Voyager only had 10 or 12 in its first season. That could be what you're thinking of. Yeah, and then it went... And then it jumped. Next Gen was always the 25 or 26 episodes, which is fucking ideal. Yeah. I would be fine with 26 episodes of any Star Trek. Yeah. The fact that that is like two and a half seasons right now of every other Star Trek sucks 
balls. Mm-hmm. I would like for it to be more than that, to be honest. I will say the fucking writing has been pretty fucking crisp. But then again, you're telling a linear story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I just love... I Give me back to like the the mission of the week and then have like a small linear story in the background. That's what I Yeah, I'm excited for Strange New Worlds on account of that. I can't believe Picard's done. Like fuck, what a what a good run. Thank you. What a great Thank you to all the people for coming back. Seeing them all together again was like fucking beautiful. Mm -hmm. It just made me so happy. Seeing Tuvok as a was he in uh he was a captain, right? Yeah. Admiral was he? Doesn't matter. I don't think they said. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, Either way, motherfucker looked old. Yeah, but He's also, yeah, like he didn't look like like Leonard Nimoy old. No, but he looked like he was aging. Yeah, and also you had no idea how old Tuvok was. Yeah, for sure. He could have been around. very well, though. That's why I was like a little bit wondering if. Because remember, he had some health issues. I didn't know that, actually. Because he didn't uh, complete Ponfar, and so he was having, like, some degenerative Sorry, I thought, I thought you were talking about the actor. Tim Russ? No. No, I thought, yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about. I thought he That's why I was like, maybe that affected his age. It doesn't matter. really doesn't matter. Just fan yeah. stuff. Yeah. Digging very deep into the into it all. Yeah, so no, that being said, I'm happy I got to talk to you about it. I don't really have anyone else to talk to about this series because it's, oh, it was was awesome. Yeah, it was very good. It was like 30 years in the making to give us these Mm -hmm. stories, right? And then, like, the whole, like, the board meeting scene, the the going on the, like, the Enterprise, like, it it was hard not to be romantic about this series. Yeah, for sure. And then the slow return of everyone. Here's a question for you. Mm. Would you, if you had the opportunity to have the Enterprise D as a man cave, that room 100% replicated, would you want that? Or is that too much for Tom? It's too much for Tom in the sense that I want more seating area for a man cave. Yeah. You know what I mean? It'd be cool to have I, that I wouldn't, and like have the ready room as being your theater or whatever. Like you could have that too. And it's just it's. I love the scenery of it all. The leather seats, the carpet. Oh, it's so, beautiful scene. It's so late eighties chic, and yeah. it was just fun to see that again. No one like, made. No one made me really happy. Was the one joke that Picard made? He goes after see. It wasn't until this moment where I realized what I missed most: the carpet. Yeah, I just I think I in that moment was the first time I ever noticed the carpet. That's funny. <laughs> I didn't uh, hear that. I didn't catch that. No. It's yeah, crazy, no, it was but... definitely good stuff. Yeah, it's like I said, it's crazy that it's over. Like that, just that's it. Yeah. You know, like ooh, okay, it's gonna take some uh, intrigue over the next little while. Like I said, navigating where they go next. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm here sure... for it. I'm sure there's going to be a big, uh, a big announcement soon. Isn't first contact day coming up? Uh, I don't know. I can never remember what day it is. Is it May, April? Did it pass already? I would like most likely it'll probably be at Comic Con. 
yeah. you would think. Hold on, I'm looking it up right now. What are you looking up? First contact. Oh yeah, date? no, we, yeah, no, it just passed. April, right? Yeah, I want to say it's April. April. Huh? I was gonna let you guess. Oh, I'll say April fifteenth. Close, April fifth. Okay, fair enough. So we just passed first contact day. So like, I'm glad that they didn't do it before because that would like ruin shit for us, right? Yeah, so, no like, they'll wait so, for yeah, Comic Con probably. That's where yeah. they announced Star Trek Picard, like originally. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm stoked. I'm just I'm just happy with how everything happened. Fuck yeah. Um, also, in love with the uniforms. You know me. I'm a big uniform guy. These really uniforms good. were fucking spot on. I like that Data, uh, Jordy, and Worf are all in the fucking yellow. Yeah. Uh, and then like data going like fucking trust me i know in my gut i can fly this ship just love that i don't know i i i, I don't have a negative thing to say about a few this people series. were like they copied star wars because of that scene and i was like we did it better so fine fuck you yeah like i i don't give a shit there's a lot of things that Star Wars and other shows have taken from Star Trek. It's not yeah. a fucking, like, who cares? <laughs> For sure. No, I liked it. Oh, who was it, too, that called Data ro- a robot? Uh, it was... Um, that was pretty funny, too. Yeah, it was... Was it 709? Maybe. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, 709, the robot's right. Yeah. That was pretty funny too. Yeah, just these little stupid little quips. They just gave them one after the other for because yeah. shit. Why the fuck not? Because yeah. they know that they're on a TV show and they should just do these things because they'll be funny to someone somewhere. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Fuck. What a time! What a good fucking time! Yeah, it must have been a hoot. All right. Well, do you have anything else you want to discuss? We got an email from Uncle John, but. We kind of already addressed everything he had to say in the email. Yeah, what do you say? Might as well read right. it, I guess, now. Uh, all right, hit the music. Two sides to every email. Two sides to everyone. Two sides to every email. Settle in, let's get it done. Um, hello, Tom and Sean. I'm very much looking forward to season three of the pod. Hopefully you'll have some new content. I guess he's talking about like Instagram and how I've been lacking. Whatever. Could be. John. Catty as fuck. All right. He doesn't uh, uh, have Instagram, so I don't think that's what it is. But Then what do you mean by new content? We have an episode out every Monday, regardless of what's going on. Yeah. Um, we had an amazing visit with Crystal and Sean in Beantown. I'm sure Sean uh, will fill you uh, all in. With the highlights, which you did at the beginning on top of the pod. Excuse me. Sorry, Tom, that you shit the bed in the last week of your hockey pool. This was the this is the best time of the year in the NHL. Go Oilers! Keep up the amazing work. Cheers, Uncle John. So, like, yeah, we pretty much yeah. addressed all of that. I'd say, yeah. Thanks for the yeah. email. Thanks for the <laughs> email. And again, if you ever want to shoot an email, that's the number two sides of the story at gmail.com. Anytime you want to shoot an email about anything, anywhere, anytime. We're always here to listen and to read your nonsense, as we've demonstrated in the past. Exactly. All right, man. Well, I think that does it for uh, 
season uh, season three, episode one. I suppose, yeah. We're just yeah. getting into our groove now. Hold on, people. Yeah, look out. This is the peak performance out of Tom and Sean right now. <laughs> Pretty much. Good stuff. All right, All right. well, go Oilers, go. Uh, and then uh, I'm Tom Sides. This has been one side of the story. I'm Sean Sides, and this has been one side of the story. Have a great week. of the story. Sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story. On TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod. And if you want to send us an email, send it to two sides of the story pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.